Hello beautiful, you are listening to episode 79 of the Africana Woman podcast. Chulu is my name, I am a writer, self-branding coach, entrepreneur and mentor. This show is the home of African women's stories. We share ideas, triumphs, challenges and lessons from our perspective as women. Our library is a step to cementing our place in history. Her story, your story is powerful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to every single person who is new here. Welcome back to every single person who tunes in again and again. (laughs) I love you guys. Please hit the subscribe button or visit AfricanaWoman.com to become an official Africana Woman visionary. I remember when I was starting the Africana Woman podcast girl, since I was just a mess, I was a little mess. I had no equipment, no systems, no training in editing. It was just, it was wild. But two years down the line, I am so proud of the podcast and how far that I have come. The mission of Africana Woman has always been to tell more African women's stories. Therefore, we are helping you start and maintain your podcast. If you have a burning idea and you're interested in launching a podcast, but you don't know where to start, you're thinking it's complicated, <laughs> I want you to contact us, okay? So our email address is africanawoman at gmail.com. Your story is so important. Let's make sure it gets out there. Now, this week, I felt like we needed some sunshine. Okay, truth be told, I needed some sunshine. (laughs) Since my week has been, you know, you know that week where it's just been in a slump. Anyway, so then I remembered this conversation that I had with our guest today. Her name is Faith. And I mean, just look at her name, Faith. She is such a lovely, bubbly, and energetic soul. You guys will love her. And she does the most. She's working, she's doing this, she's doing that. You'll hear in the episode. But she's just, you know, she does the most. And she is 20, guys. She's amazing. Okay, let's take a listen. Faith Otilia Chimpeni is a 20-year-old young lady based in Zimbabwe. She is originally from Limbi, Malawi. Currently, she is working as a paralegal, but also doing a degree in computer science and engineering. Faith is the founder of Oti Brand, PVT Limited, Private Limited, I guess, a cosmetics company that sells face and skincare products based in Harare, CBD. She also runs a charity organization called Heels on Wheels, which is mainly aimed at empowering the youth people, especially women, to take up the space and become the best of themselves. I'm very excited for this conversation that I'm having today. Faith, welcome to the Africana Woman podcast. Thank you so much, Chidu, for hosting me. It's such a great honor. Okay, so Faith and I, we are in the book club together. So that's how we came to know each other. And I was so excited when she reached out and said that she wanted to tell her story. I think it's always important that, you know, women have a space to be able to share their stories and tell what they've been through and, you know, just bless somebody else, right? Here today, and we're going to get to know her better. Okay, so Faith, what's your favorite childhood memory? That's a hard one. (laughs) 
I can barely remember most of the things, but yeah, basically, I think the best experience for me as a child was when I get the opportunity to really know more about God, to really know also more about me, because I personally believe that I discovered who I was when I was so young. No, no, not so young, young, but of course when I was so, so young, I discovered what I wanted and I discovered my capacity in that regard and I've always been following that through and, you know, it's it's one of those things that has been guiding me until today. So I think this is one of the best moments of me as a child, discovering what I wanted to do because I always tell people that I was one of those ambitious and always driven young, young girl. You know, if I tell myself that I want to do this, I would always do it. And even up today, I still have that trait, which means it's one of those best experiences for me as a child. So you, you said that you're originally from Malawi. How did you end up in, Zamb- in Zimbabwe? Sorry. Okay, so my, my grandfather was born in Malawi, was bred in Malawi. So I think when he was around his 20s, 20, 20, around 20, 25 years old, he came to Zimbabwe, he was searching for a job. So searching for a job there, he got married. He eventually got married to my, you know, to my grandmom. I, I would say he found, he found the love of his life in Zimbabwe and just decided to settle there. Aww. Okay, so you're both uh, Malawian and Zimbabwean. Yes. Those are yeah. your roots. Ah, yes. okay. Now, you are 20 years old, you're doing so much, you're working, you're studying, you've got a foundation. Girl, how, how? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people ask me this question, how do you do, like, how are you doing all of this at your age? For me personally, I don't even know how I'm doing it. But one thing that I've come to appreciate and one thing that I've come to understand and to really embrace is some of these things are inborn within. You know, God has just blessed you with that grace and that capacity to do certain things beyond how uh, you can do it on your own and how you people should perceive you to do it. But it's just a certain level of grace and it's a certain level of anointing that moves and that allows me to do all of these things. But overally, above all, all of these things, I would say I'm one person who's so driven, like what I mentioned. When I tell myself that, girl, we're going to do this, I work towards that. And also one thing that has guided me is having principles, having things that guide you, having, you know, certain moral values that guide you to say, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be determined. I'm going to be prayerful. I'm going to be hardworking. You know, all of these things, they pushes us and they steer the capacity that God has placed deep within us forward. Okay, so I'd love to hear more about Heels on Wheels. I love the name. (laughs) So what exactly do you do? Okay, so like I mentioned in the bio, Heels on Wheels is an organization that is mainly aimed at empowering the young people, especially women, to take up the space and to become the best of themselves. We just go beyond going into communities and donating things. We realize that it's not good enough. I'm not saying it's not good or it's not best. If we have the capacity to do it now and then, it's okay. But I really appreciate, I've come to appreciate that it's really important to empower people, especially the young people, with sustainable skills, with things that steers them forward, you know, things that 
help them to become the best of themselves, to really unleash that which God has deposited deep within them. They need empowerment. They need sort of a drive, sort of an influence to evoke that. So this is what we basically as use on views are. But over the years, we have evolved and we have grown and we have been seeing things in different lands and we go into our communities, we do sustainable projects. Like for the past two years, we have been training our young girls how to make reusable pads. The main aim of this project was to eradicate period poverty, but at the same time, instilling a sustainable skill within the within the young girls and even the young boys because we see the boys coming in learning how to make this space they'll be like I'm doing it for my sister I'm doing it for my girlfriend so we're saying we might do a campaign today to say we need 1,000 pets for our girls yes we might get the 1,000 disposable pets but after a certain period because mind you women need pets every month so we're like okay we, we donate 10 pets, but what about the other two months? You know, that kind of thing. Because we are we are appreciating that this person is in a position where they can they cannot buy these pets for themselves. So this is when we thought of this idea to make uh, reusable pets. And health-wise, they are sound, and we've consulted people that need to be consulted to assist us in validating this. And I should say we have gone into many communities that we could with our capacity, you know. How long has the organization been in existence? Since 2018, this is when the idea came up and we initially got registered in 2020, end of 2020, but we had started operating in 2018. Okay, so when you're saying we, who's involved? Oh, I mean like me and the people that I work with, I don't work alone. Of course, I have people that support the vision, uh, like members of the organization, friends. Most of these people are just friends. They come in, they'll be like, oh, you're doing a good thing, want to be part of it. And yeah, that's how we are growing. Ah, cool. So are you from like an affluent family, you know, to be able to be doing all these things and mobilizing your community? I wouldn't say I'm from that community. Uh, and I'm, I'm from that family. Honestly, I'll be lying to myself. I actually, when I look at myself, I'm one of the one of the first people in my family to trust myself to that extent and to dare to be different. I have changed a lot of things for my family because I think you you really understand there's a certain way that people are used to our lives being lived. Like, you know, people will be like, you just need to go to school, finish your, your school, go get your degree after your degree, you go to work, something like that. But for me, I'm actually in my, I'm studying my fourth year at the university doing computer science and engineering, but from the first year that I started one one, that is the first year of my university. I was just working up and until now. So I would say I'm not from that kind of a family. I've just been trusting myself and I've just been daring to be different. You know, changing things and doing things not in in the ordinary way. Not because I want to prove to myself or to prove to people that you know what I can do this in a different way. But I just felt like you know level up you know yeah basically that okay could you give us some examples of the things that you thought okay this is it's necessary to change these things in the way that my families and the generations before me have done it like give us some examples all right like a, a practical example or is um the storyline of education 
it might seem silly but for me i'm the first person in my family to to reach the academic level that i've reached and i am aspiring to go beyond that you know i've been trying telling myself girl you know what this is going to be changed it doesn't matter that no one behind you has ever done it you can still do it and also i'm the first lady in my family to do an engineering program no one in my family ever did engineering a lot of people that were doing programs university programs rather you know those certificates and oh they were doing something to do with development something to do with social work and i told myself you know what follow your passion it doesn't matter that no one behind you ever did it you can still do it so i'm not i don't even have someone to learn from from my family but i'm you know i'm just like a lot of people are going to learn from me from my own family i'll be a source of inspiration yeah so that's the first thing and the second thing is the issues of child marriages my cousins my you know my cousins from my my brothers you know my father's brothers from you know all those extended families and all issues of child marriages have been on the peak to such an extent that it was perceived as something normal to reach a certain age before you get married you know this this is what people have just been having in mind to say you know around 20 you should be married around this age you should be having a child but for me i told myself you know what girl this this is if, if it worked for them it doesn't mean it have to work for you you you, you have the room to, to, to change things you have the room to make your own decisions that to influence your own life so this these are some of the things that i've been telling myself and i should say yeah i'm proud of myself <laughs> But you know what I feel like it what has really motivated you you know what I mean because I'm hearing that you're saying that you know you tell yourself a lot of things you say <laughs> you're like I tell myself girl <laughs> but what has really like has there anybody who has been a role model have you had a mentor what what keeps you going what drives you okay so personally for me what i would say drives me to you know to have this whole energy and to hype myself and to you know like what you mentioned tell yourself all these things what motivates me and what pushes me is the desire to change the desire to change things like i told you this little break background of my family those whole things it, it, it just pushes me to say you know this can be done you need to do it you are the person who can do it you know and yeah this has been the one of the most important things driving me every day to say i need to change something i need to change something in my family i need to change something in my own life and i need to change something in my community and in my country at large so yeah this has been one of those things driving me every day the desire to change things how has your family responded though because you know people don't necessarily always like change so when they're seeing you do all these things your organization your business going to school and you're already 20 year old girl you're old you're not even married <laughs> so how is it what is the response like yeah at first it's not easy to convince people to change like any revolution like anything you know it doesn't happen overnight people always have their way of perceiving things who always have their way of viewing you and viewing things she I think you're doing things the wrong way this is not how we do things in this family or something like that but i think from 
from where I come from, my mother and father and my, you know, my grandparents, they've been so supportive in a particular way. And they've been one of those people that also hyped me up to say, you're actually doing a good thing. You can do more, you know, that kind of a thing. So I want to thank God because of that, to say my family is supportive and my friends, even my friends around, you know, they are so supportive. It steers me to, to my greatest potential and to where I want to be. So I guess let's learn a little bit more about your business because you've got the foundation and then you've also got a, a business. When did that start and how is that? Okay, so the business, I think I always, like from school when I was in high school, I was always one of those, you know, young girls who has the entrepreneurial mind. <laughs> I remember back then I used to sell sweets and snacks and maputi, you know, at school, I always had that entrepreneurial mind. I, I was one of those people who always wanted to look for money. I always wanted my own money. <laughs> so as I was growing up, as I was evolving, I started developing a desire in my cosmetics and fashion skincare products. So as I was developing that idea, as I was nurturing that idea, also reading around and learning from other people that I've met in the industry, I of starting my own brand, starting my own line of uh, cosmetics, my own line of face and skincare products. And yeah, I started operating at home and now we managed to open a shop in town. So we have our own line of products. We are not where we want to be and we don't have, you know, that big capacity that we want to be, but we are somewhere and we are, you know, we are going somewhere. It's something that is really important to me. I cherish it. Sometimes if I look back at myself five years ago or six years ago, I was the girl with a dream to say, I, I, I just wish to have a small space in Harare CPD where I sell my product. But right now looking at myself, I'm like, ah, we did it. We did it again, you know. So that's more or less like it per business. We... We have our own line of products, mainly focusing on face care products, skincare products, and yeah, we also so we are also so passionate about gifting sets. We do my gifting sets. That's also some of the things that we do. Are these products that you make? Yes, we, we are not into production per se. We have a company that does the production for us, and then they give us they they do the production. They also brand the product for us. We just give them the idea to say. What if we do this? What if we do this? They'll be like, it's possible. Let's work on it. They have some special formulas, special ingredients that they make for us, and we have the product at the end of the day. So we give them the ideas. We work hand in hand together, and they do, they give us the final product. Mm. But, you know, you make it sound so simple. <laughs> like, it's so easy. Other people are out here going, oh, I don't know what to do. I can't start. Like, where would I start a cosmetics brand by myself? Like, just walk us through. How did you start? Because I'm telling you, you're making it sound so easy. <laughs> Someone is out there going, but where can I start? Okay, honestly speaking, things that nothing is easy in this world. Going to school is not easy. Working is not easy. You know, everything is so hard. I face my own challenges. I still face my own challenges. But uh, let me just let me just walk us through the journey together. So I had this idea in 2018. I, around 2018, 2017, back then, when I was still in high school, I would sell, like I mentioned, I would sell my putty, snacks, sweets at school. 
But I always had the desire, you know, something like a burning fire within the heart. <laughs> Just like I want to have my own thing. I want to do my own thing. So I always had this desire to say, I need to have my own line of products. I, I need to have my own line of cosmetics. Because I'm someone who's so passionate about skincare. I'm someone who's so passionate about health, uh, health in terms of our skin, in terms of our, um, you know, skin, basically. So I always had this desire. It was something deep within. And executing now, I didn't know the starting point of executing this idea because it was just an idea from a high school student for that matter. I didn't know how to execute it. I didn't know the starting point. I, but I would always do something. At home, I would sell people new mint, fake sales, this product. I would look for, you know, areas in town where I can get the products at a very discounted price and resell. But I still had the idea, I still had this burning desire within me to say, I need to have my own line of products, I need to do this thing. So, because you have a desire, I think this is something that is important for people to understand, because you have a desire and you, have been, you are constantly praying about it, and you are constantly, you know, nurturing the desire within, even when you are not where you want to be, you are nurturing the desire and taking action, even if it's parallel from where you want to be. But the fact that you're taking action, I would say it shakes the heaven and it moves the heaven. So as I was selling these products that I was getting at a, a discounted price, I would also resell. As I was gradually growing, I was selling it from right. I started working back then when I was starting school as well. I was still selling this product, but I didn't have like a place where I would operate and I didn't have a line of product, but I had a name and I had my idea. I told you it was all written down to say, this is what I want to do. And this is what I have in mind for my business. But I didn't have a starting point. I was just operating from home and selling to my workmates back then. As I was growing and growing, I'm someone, I love sharing my ideas with people. It's not something that is good to just share your idea with everyone that you come across and say, this is what I have for my business. This is what I have in mind. It's not a good thing. But for me, I think God just moved in that particular way. I got connected me with a certain lady that I shared the idea with to say, this is what I'm doing. But I aspire to grow and I aspire to, you know, to have my own line of products, to do these things. And she was like, oh, you know what? This is a great idea. I have this company that I work hand in hand with. They can actually assist me. Well, you know what we're going to do is we're going to set up a meeting and, you know, they will see you and you share your idea with them. They can really assist you in producing your own line of products. So for me, it was like a stepping stone to meet a big company that supplies the biggest hotels in Zimbabwe and even beyond to say they're going to make my online of products with special formulas. It was like it's a stepping stone. But because I didn't have the capacity to order more, you know, the same level that, you know, these big companies do, it was going to be hard for me to convince them to say, you know, can you please make these products for me? And Adding on, I didn't have a place of operating the business in town or even a small office where, you know, you can refer clients or we can say, this is our place. So to me, it didn't make sense to convince them. But because I had the desire, I had the desire and I had the idea, I had everything shaped up in my mind, written down to say, this is what I want you to do. I ended up meeting those guys and we, we set up a meeting. I was trying to convince them, you know, this is what I want you to do and all and all. And fortunately, they agreed. So because I was working, I was saving my money to open a shop in town and to expand the business. 
the money yeah, finally it was enough i opened a shop in town and you know we started ordering from that company but we wouldn't order much you know because we didn't have the capacity moreover we didn't have the clients we didn't even have you know the whole idea of where we we're going to get money for the next month for the rent we didn't even know that but because we had the desire we just started operating we take small capacities finally they agreed to make special formulas for us and basically this has been the journey and up and until now we still face the problems we still face troubles we still face you know a lot of discouraging things but we keep on going we keep on moving so basically that's it so are you the one that sells or you've hired people like What's that dynamic like? I am the one who does the sales uh, most of the time, but sometimes I hire people on, um, you know, part-time basis to just assist me, especially when, you know, like, for example, this is a season of Valentine and a lot of people are ordering gifting sets. So it means I won't have the time and I also won't have the capacity to do the, you know, the gifting sets because I also have a full-time job that I work. So because of that, I find someone who assists me with, the, um, you know, the execution and everything. So what does a typical day look like for you? <laughs> Let me take you through my day. <laughs> so basically, I start work at 7. Uh, that's normal for me. I start working at 7. That is the office job. So before I arrive at work, I just pass through the shop. Because sometimes we have people that need to be delivered. They are, you know, they are, you know, that we have orders that need to be delivered. Maybe during lunch or something like that. Or they'll come through to my office and collect. So before I start work at 7, I pass through the shop. I collect certain things or just see how things are. And then I go, I go to work. Uh, during during wake up working but at the same time working my job because you know you'll be having clients calling you'll be having customers requesting certain things like the pricing the catalog all those things so it means I'll be working the office job the paralegal thing and I'll also be working the OT brand thing at the same time I would, I would say I barely have lunch I uh, it's not something that happens to me <laughs> I make sure that I have my lunch time <laughs> And, you know, after the work, I think I finish sometimes around two, around three, and then I pass through the shop until five, and then I go home. So it's more or less the same thing until Friday. Saturday, sometimes we'll be having views on views programs, or I'll be having school. So in between, of the, in between those two, I'll be having those programs. Sunday, change after change, normally it's school or work. And yeah, we wait to start a new week again. <laughs> I like how you're very, you know, intentional with your time because, you know, you are making sure that, you know, you make time for the things that you want to do. And then, you know, where you don't have the capacity, then you, you know, you outsource and, and delegate basically for somebody to assist you in that area. Right. So I really like that a lot. Now, what would you say to a young woman out there, what type, what advice would you give her? The, the first advice that I'll give to any young lady out there, or anyone that I meet is, what you're facing is not new under the sun. What you're facing, someone out there is facing it or have faced it and they've overcome it and they are where they want to be. So don't let your troubles and don't let where you're coming from or what you face every day determine who you can be or who you can become. You might be someone with a dream or a desire to become this or that in life. 
Don't let where you are currently stop you from dreaming where you want to go. Think beyond. Trust yourself in the process. Trust and understand that it's not by default that you have a certain idea, you have a certain perspective of things, and you have a certain dream that is placed deep within your heart. It's divine. That's what I always tell myself. It's divine that I have this idea. So even if you're facing troubles, you're facing challenges, you're facing obstacles, don't be discouraged to think beyond those troubles and this, you know, persecutions. And don't be limited to that or think that your life is ending because you're facing this. You will overcome it. You find your way. There's no particular formula to overcoming challenges. Everyone has a way of overcoming certain problems that they face. The problem might be the same, but the formula to overcoming the problem is always different. So you find your way in the process and you overcome it and be where you want to be. And then another thing is, I mentioned it, though, to say don't let where you are coming from determine where you can be or where you are going. Personally, I don't believe that we are created to just live life in a certain way that we were brought up living like, you know, we we have the capacity to change things. We have the capacity to do things beyond the ordinary and beyond the normal. And we have the capacity to, you know, to do things in ways that we can never comprehend. Don't let where you are coming from or what you face determine where you are going. You can go beyond that. Faith, you know what? It's been a pleasure. Could you tell the audience, tell us how do they find you? Where can they learn more about what you're doing? And maybe, you know, maybe some people want to support. So, yeah, I do have a blog that is called Evolve with Faith. So if you just say Evolve with Faith, it's a blog post that I post, you know, life issues that encourage people. So it's Evolve, at, evolve with Faith dot blogspot.com. And also I'm available on all social media pages at Faith Otilia. And also our pages for Oti Brand and User Views is available on all social media pages. That is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Nice. Nice. Okay, you guys heard it. If you'd like to support Faith, please do contact her and let her know that you heard her right here on the Africana Woman Podcast. Faith, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear your story and hear all the wonderful things that you are doing. I just love your energy. You're like a ball of sunshine. It's amazing. <laughs> so thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for hosting me. It's been such a pleasure. Really, I love for these past 40 or so minutes. I was like, you know, laying yourself out there and people just learning more from what you have experienced. It's a, it's a whole different feeling. Trust me. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. You heard me tell Faith that she makes her ventures and her her businesses sound so easy, but she assured us that being an entrepreneur is not easy. Sis, I totally understand what she is saying. You see, most people talk about their successes, but no one ever talks about, you know, the low moments. If you own a small business and you're just starting out, I'm probably sure it's the same even if you're in the middle of your business, um, you know, growth or, or much later. But it's it's just that... It's there's some there are those challenging moments, and I feel like right now that my faith is being tested in terms of me just trusting that all will be well. 
even if I don't understand how it will be well or when the next customer will come through, I'm just holding on to that hope, you know. In the last three months, I, you know, I have quit formal employment and I am busy trying to develop two businesses. And I think, you know, there've been a lot of highs. If you follow my socials, you see all the amazing, beautiful things that have been happening. But at the same time, there have been some lows. Everything from when you're trying to, you know, establish those business connections and partner with people, it's just been so unsuccessful. My business ideas have been copied, you know, all sorts of things. The only way that I keep going right now is staying focused on my end goal. And if you are an entrepreneur, I want you to come back to this episode in those low moments and just get energized by Faith's optimism. She is a ball of sunshine. I love her. You got this, sis. You got this. Okay. It is about that time that we celebrate our guest. Please find Faith Otilia on Instagram at faith underscore Ortilia. Tell her you heard her on the Africana Woman podcast. Say thank you. And also, what did you learn? My playground is also Instagram. So find me at Chulu by Design. Tag me. Tell your friends about the Africana Woman podcast. And leave a review, guys, please, especially on Apple Podcasts, because that helps us spread the word about this show to more African sisters out there. Okay, talk to you soon. This has been a production of Africana Woman Media.